0: Grace and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's July 4th weekend, the weekend in which we celebrate the independence we have as a nation. And of course, the signers of the Declaration of Independence were well aware that when they signed that document, they were really signing a declaration of war because they knew full well the British were not simply going to say oh you're declaring yourself to be independent well good for you you go and and go your way and 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 I hope you do well they knew full well that the military was going to come and there would be war and as we turn to Luke chapter 10 this morning we see war happening as well it might not look like it but it's there In Luke chapter 10, Jesus sends out 72 disciples. Much as a military leader might send out his men into battle, Jesus sends the 72. And they're they're sent out with a specific strategy, and they are given exactly what they need to achieve the victory. Now, in a military combat, uh, you're going to send men into battle with all of the supplies that they need. In fact, that was one of the things that uh, almost led to the American Revolution failing, right? They didn't have the supplies that they needed. And so you might think back to history class and George Washington at Valley Forge and doing drills with his soldiers who have no footwear and they're freezing and they don't have very good barracks. They're drafty and everybody's cold and they're getting frostbite and they don't have very good weapons, Well, how does Jesus send out his army? (laughs) Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Well, doesn't that just sound appealing to you? Hey, guys, I'm going to send you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Oh, great. No extra clothing. No credit card. Don't try to make friends along the way so that if things go badly, you've got somebody to fall back on that might be there to help you. Just go to the city that I'm sending you to and do what I've given you to do. They were sent with nothing. And they were to bring nothing. Luke chapter 10 really is a continuation of Luke chapter 9, in which Jesus had already sent out the 12. In Luke 9, Jesus said, take nothing for yourself, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, and do not have two tunics. Now Jesus is sending out not just the 12, but 72. Now, we see those numbers, 12 and 72, and, and it might not mean a whole lot to us, but it would certainly have stood out for the first hearers of the gospel of Luke. Uh, That number 12, now, that one we probably get, right? 12 disciples, 12 tribes of Israel, Jesus sending out the 12. It's symbolic of God bringing Israel back to him, right? Here's the Messiah, and he's sending out the 12 because you got the 12 tribes of Israel. God is now calling the 12 tribes of Israel back in repentance and faith to Jesus. But that 72, that might not mean anything to you, but to the original hearers, that would have stood out because they would have connected that right away with the number that was believed to be uh, the number of Gentile nations in the world. Uh, Now, don't get overly scientific with this because you could say, well, we know there are more than 72 nations in the world, right? That's not the point. The point is what, the, what was communicated, what was understood by the original audience. So when Jesus sends out the 72, it was very, very clear what he was saying. Here's the message. Here's the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God has come not just for Israel, it's for everybody. So in sending out the 72, it was a symbolic way of Jesus saying, you know what, this message, this kingdom of God, this, this reign of God... It's for everyone. Now, let me ask you this. Why do you think Jesus sent the 72 out with no extra supplies? What could it have hurt to have some extra provisions? I mean, Wednesday, we are leaving for the National Youth Gathering. I promise you, I did not give the same instructions that Jesus gave to the 72 to the kids, right? I want them to have many changes of clothes, (laughs) right? Bring money, right? All of those things. Well, for the National Youth Gathering, we are making sure that they have the supplies needed that God has provided for that purpose, right? But the 72, they actually had everything that they needed for the purposes for which they were sent as well. If they took extra supplies, well, I think the problem might be that they would trust those things. Rather than trusting the Lord, they would trust those things. That would be their security blanket. They would fall back on that rather than I don't have anything to fall back on. All I've got is what Jesus has sent me with. He was sending them to do a job. And what he was sending them with was sufficient. So what was he sending them with? Right? No money, no extra clothing, no extra shoes, but with what? His word. With his word. They're sent out like the twelve had been sent out to proclaim the reign of God has come. The Messiah is here. The, The kingdom of God is here. Repent. Believe the good news. Come to faith in Jesus and you will have forgiveness of sins. You will have peace. Whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. This is a shorthand way of speaking of the message of Jesus. Remember back in Luke chapter 2, Christmas, the angels in the sky, what do they say? Glory to God in the highest and what? Peace. Peace among those with whom he is pleased. This this peace, this shalom, this is a message of, of entire well-being. This is what Jesus has come to establish, to give. Peace to this house was just a shorthand way of speaking of the message of Jesus and the peace that he brings through the forgiveness of sins. Now, when they got there and they proclaimed the message of Jesus, it says, if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him, but if not, it will return to you. Right? Some are going to receive that message of Jesus. They're going to receive the message of sins forgiven, salvation by faith in Jesus, and they will have the peace that surpasses all understanding, but some will not. Others are going to reject the message. They're not going to believe. And in this case, you've lost nothing. (laughs) You've lost nothing by sharing the peace of God with them. If they don't receive it, it goes right back to you. You haven't lost a thing. And I think this is an important reminder for us. Sometimes I think we operate as if but we better kind of be careful with with how we sh- spread the gospel around, because there's only so much to go around. But we forget that the one who sent the seventy-two is the same one who, in Luke chapter nine, right before this, is the one who fed five thousand men, plus women and children, with five loaves and two fish, right? Uh, we forget that Jesus tells the parable of the sower and the seed. And, and how does the seed get used in the parable of the sower and the seed? It's just thrown everywhere. It's recklessly thrown about. He's not careful with it. He's just throwing it everywhere. Because <laughs> the peace of God doesn't get diminished when we share it around, when we spread it around. The gospel doesn't get diminished. We don't have to worry about it running out. So we share it widely. One more point I think that is interesting is that Jesus sends them out and he doesn't say, hey, if if they don't receive it, argue with them. (laughs) He doesn't send them out and say, you have to now convince them. Now, I'm I'm not saying that there's no place for apologetics in the church. There certainly is, right? We need to be able to defend the faith. We need to be able to answer the questions that people might have. But the truth is you can't argue somebody into coming to faith in Christ. Only the gospel accomplishes that. Only the Holy Spirit working through the gospel accomplishes that. You can't argue somebody into it. So we got to have those answers. we got to be ready to defend the faith. But we got to not spend all of our time doing that when our primary sending is in sharing that good news. Now, Jesus sends the 72, right? No money bag, no extra clothes, none of that, right? And then he tells them, here's how you're going to survive. Here's how you're going to live. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. You guys aren't going to need any extra because you're going to live by the word of God. You'll go, you'll... Share the word of God with these people, and they will meet your needs. They're going to supply what you need to live. That's how it's worked in the church for 2,000 years, right? Pastors come, they preach the word of God, the congregation uh, gives them what they need to live, and they continue to serve in that capacity. But Jesus also makes it very clear here you're not being sent in order to move your way up financially. Right, you're not going from house to house. You're not going to go to one house and be like, "Oh, you know, I heard they're going to have uh, they're having uh, brisket at, at, at this house over there tonight. I'm I'm, I'm going over there, right? Uh, they oh man, they got a way better bed at this house. I'm going to stay there for a while. Right, you're not going around from place to place for your own comfort, and you're not using the people of God to try to elevate yourself, but you're there. To work That's what they're being sent to do. That's what pastors are sent to do. Now, at the beginning of the sermon, I had said that the sending out of the 72 was much like the sending of a military into battle. And it is indeed a war that they are sent to engage in. They are sent to go to do battle against the forces of darkness. They are being sent to do battle against Satan and his minions. They are being sent to do battle against sin in all of its effects. And they're being sent empowered with what? With the word of God. Again, I think this is part of the reason Jesus sends them out with nothing materially, Because if they had material supplies, they might get confused and start to think that those material supplies would actually benefit them in this battle. When in reality, we know full well, against the forces of darkness, against spiritual forces, (laughs) only God can win such a battle. And he does it through us, through the word. I'm sent to proclaim peace to you, right? Peace in Jesus. Your sins are forgiven. What does that mean? You have a right relationship with God. You have a right standing with God. You can have peace. You can relax. You don't have to be all worried about where you stand before the Lord because he have been baptized into Christ. He's forgiven your sins again and again and again and again. And he will continue to do that, right? So you come and you hear that message of peace. And then what happens? You're sent. You leave this place. You go out into the world and what do you have? You have the message of peace. The message of Jesus that you get to share with those around you. Because there is a spiritual battle happening all around us. And only the light of Christ can pierce that darkness. The church is sent out as an army of God. You are sent out as the army of God. And you might feel very unqualified. You might feel like you don't have all of the necessary resources. I don't have all of the answers if people have questions. But you have all that you need in the word of God, in the gospel of Jesus. Share the good news of sins forgiven through Jesus. Share the love of God that is made known to you in Jesus. Let others know, I've got a sure and certain hope that everlasting life is mine. Resurrection life is mine because of Jesus. And when you do that, God the Holy Spirit's at work. He's at work in you and through you, just as he was in the 12 and the 72 and in the church throughout the ages. God will be at work through you. Peace to this house. That was the message. That's what Jesus brings. And that's what we have to share. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.